The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. The name of this episode is, let's see, Stronger Thongs. So, yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, fun little episode, I think. Uh, you'll enjoy this. A lot of great news on here as well. And, uh, yeah, uh, well, let's just get to it. Why should I try to explain to you? You know, just, you're probably fast-forwarding through this part anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Stronger Thongs is the name of the episode. Let's get to it. Of course, we want to thank our sponsors for uh, making this possible. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, open seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, want to thank David Cabin Fever. Uh, wonderful guy and a wonderful store located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and summer pool parties. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. And, of course, our friends at Haster Games. You can just go down there and crack open one of their 300 games in their library and just play if you want. And they'll show you how to play it if you want. Mondays are board game nights at Haster. And uh, they will buy your used board games as well, as long as they have all, you know, in good shape and have all the pieces. They'll buy them from you. 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. All right, let's get to this new episode. We're heading into August. What is this, the 29th? Oh, okay. Stronger Thongs is the name of the episode. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. What is happening? Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't part of the bit, Tony. Oh, dang Sorry. it. You ruined it. I ruined I the Letter you, Kenny bit. I love it that, yeah. Yeah, our, fift, our 15 Letter Kenny fans are going to be like, yeah, Shannon and Lee are doing it. Oh, yes. It's bit. becoming quite a thing. I it is. To, I need to get off my ass and watch it, I well, suppose. It's, it's, uh, it's not quite as gentle as Shit's Creek. Yeah, Shit's Creek is one of those shows that's just really gentle. Shit's Creek is my is my and Shit's Creek is like a warm fuzzy blanket. Yeah, it's, it's very genuine. Like, yeah, it's very genuine. I mean, they uh, deserve all the awards they're getting, and I'm yep. very proud of them yeah. for sure. I'll tell you, Letterkenny's very me. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> and and it's, it's also genuine. it's also gentle. It's just yeah. got a little bit of an edge to it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it is about a guy who likes to fist fight for fun. He's so. the toughest guy in Letterkenny. He's the toughest right. guy in Letterkenny. <laughs> don't come up to don't come up the Parkway. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's the he's the toughest guy in Letter Kenny. He's Shannon Barnes. Fuck! Don't say that. He'll come and kick my ass. I don't get my ass kicked by Wayne. Watch out for Wayne. Oh shit! He'll take a big swig of Gus and Bruce and fuck me up. Undo his cuffs as he walks away. He's gonna be like, "Get you some puppers." Why? Why is time? Guy. Why is time slowing down? Oh, here oh, comes no. Wayne. Get this will, guy a fucking puppers. I will say this based on your recommendation on Netflix. I've been watching. Uh, I think you should leave. <gasps> mm. And, so and when weird it, and funny. I love that when it, show. When it hits, it's awesome. Yeah. There, there are some clunkers, but when yeah. it hits, it's awesome. But you know what the best show on Netflix is right now? And I don't think anybody's watched it but me. Season three of Daredevil. That's pretty good. <laughs> but it's not the best <laughs> show on Netflix. What? 
It's not the most glorious 38 minutes on Netflix. Oh, are you talking about the Lonely Island thing? Nope, it's uh, not that. No, nope, nope. It is. It is. Uh, David Harbour's thingy? Frankenstein's Monsters, yeah. Monster Frankenstein, yeah. starring David Harbour, playing the roles of David Harbour, David Harbour Jr., and David Harbour III. Oh, boy. <laughs> I need um, to watch that. Uh, yeah, I... I, okay, so you and I both know we've we've talked in in depth about how hard it is to do Orson Welles. Yes, like uh, Maurice Lamarche is the only one who's really done Orson Welles. Well, mm-hmm. turns out David Harbour can do. He can do Orson Welles. Oh fuck! He can do uh, Orson Welles well. He, he does him very very That's well. That's a tough impression. To uh, get, right? Yeah, but he does it enough that it's like an homage, not just an impersonation. But uh, yeah, David Harbour Jr. turns out was uh, a Juilliard trained actor who was trying to bring yes. the intensity of Frankenstein <laughs> to community television. <laughs> Uh, Alfred Molina keeps showing up. I'm um, there. You got me. Yeah, no, it's it's intensely funny. I mean, at one point when he finds out this terrible truth about his father, he he throws the dossier that the Secret Service has put on his father together into the fireplace. The fireplace is the only piece of the set from Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein that's <laughs> left. It's not really a fireplace, but there's just the... <laughs> so nothing happens to yeah, the papers. And there's, and there's advertising throughout the entire thing, because they keep showing the, the local access television program from the 1970s. Oh, awesome. Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein. Gotta be funded somehow. What? I'm going to watch this. It's fucking amazing. This weekend. Um, anyway, go to Shannon's pub quiz. Oh, yeah, go to my pub quiz. <laughs> Eight oh, o'clock. I derailed your shit. I'm no, so that's sorry. That's okay. That's I, never do, a, I never do it to you. That's not uh, even a derail. That was, that was a straight up hijack. <laughs> Lucky 13, 8 o'clock Wednesday nights. It's fucking almost as good as Frankenstein's Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. You know what? I'm you gonna, got it, bud. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to write a round for you for the pub quiz based off of Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein. He'll be writing the questions for Pub Quiz. He's Lee George Cade. Ah, that's so exciting. So I was watching the show the other day. <laughs> that was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> I I was say, it. it seems like Lee's introductions are mostly, Hi, I'm Lee. Let me tell you about a show I watched for 30 minutes. That's <laughs> <laughs> about my attention span. <laughs> you give me a show like eight hours long, like str- uh, Stronger Thongs, I'm done. Stronger Thongs? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the thing is I, have, I have time for eight hours of 30-minute episodes. I do not have time for eight hours of one-hour episodes. Right. Well, that's like 16 30-minute episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's too many. Exactly. Like Stronger Thongs. I'm like, well, that was quite the climax, but I, I checked out about 40 times because mm-hmm. there were things going on in the world that I had to keep an eye on. <laughs> Pshaw. Well, the thongs never broke. That was the thing. They really did. They didn't. were too strong. And I, all along. After a while, all that teasing, it just, you know. <laughs> I thought it was a weird choice to have all those kids in thongs. I know, right? <laughs> well, they were, yeah, But they're all hoppers thongs, which is what made them stronger. All right. So. Hey, uh, uh, you can check out my articles on Bleeding Cool. I cover things like Stronger Thongs and Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein, starring David Harbour in three different roles. Uh, seriously, it's the best show on TV right now. Um, or you can uh, get some games from me at Shiv Games. It comes down to this. I have two really cool jobs, and I can't choose. So uh, you can read my stuff, or you can you can buy toys and, but not both. and figures from me. Or you can do both. I think we can That's do both. Cool. Uh, we're 15% of retail, and we ship free anywhere in the United States. So uh, take that. All right. I love you. Uh, he is the designated driver producer of the program. He is Quad T. Hey. Too tall, Tony. Let me tell you about a TV show I watched. Stronger Thongs? No, I don't I don't have one, actually. Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or every week on The Geek Show, or every other week on The Gadget Spot. You ever just miss G3? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Nope, I'm thinking of something else. What are you talking about? The TV, the TV show. Oh, I was, was thinking it? of G4 TV. G4 TV is. Oh, I'm okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do miss that. Because that was a good show. It was great. Great network. Yep, great network. What was their show with the people talking about the games and stuff? GameStop. No, that's uh, a store. So, sorry, that's a store. GameSpot. 
Game is the website, but I think they were also called GameSpot. Game so site. Something like that. Game, Game show. Game. It had a starred Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb. And I Morgan remember, Webb was amazing. Yeah, I Game remember Web. the hosts. Right? Game Sessler? Great show. Game Sessler. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> She knows the difference between a game store and a website. She's Rebecca Frost. So I watched Alita Battle Angel for the first time. How was it? My fiance did not like my joke where I said, that's Alita's monster. Alita's the name of the doctor. <laughs> Wait, is that true? I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> is Alita the name I of the scientist? Broke Lee and gone home. She made a Frankenstein <laughs> joke. Yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein yeah. joke. I, I, I'm curious, though. Full fucking circle yeah. there. Yeah, I've been holding on to it. That was Alita. I didn't like it. Yeah, I've been holding off because all the incels loved it, and they were trying to get people to watch that instead of the Star Wars. My Here's the weird thing. My fiance... He loved it. He watched it for the first time on a flight the other day. And he's like, you have to watch it. All my friends have to watch it. And I think because he's he takes plots from movies and books that he really likes and incorporates them into LARP stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's elements of Alita that he was like, put it in a, in a story. Mm-hmm. And that's what he really liked. But I watched it. And I had a rough time. Mm-hmm. Didn't I, I just did not. Mm-hmm. I did go see Crawl, though. Mm, mm, mm. Gators. <laughs> oh, crawl, crawl, crawl. I you cr- said crawl. No, I was like, crawl what? They did a remake? No, crawl. Gators. Uh, yeah. Was it as good as uh, Louisiana Women's Prison Gator Massacre? What? It came out in 2014. <laughs> you know, it's a classic. Can anything be as good as that, though? Louisiana Women's Prison Gator Massacre. Mm-hmm. On yeah. Twitter at Joss Whelan or the <laughs> newly well, revamped BigShinnyRobot.com. Well played. <laughs> All right, I like that. And our host, oh hi, Mr. Kerry Jackson, uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten, x ninety six dot com. What show did you watch? Uh, let's see, what am I watching these days? Uh, oh, uh, the Chef Show with John Favreau. Oh, people keep telling me that's to watch a good that. show. That grilled cheese sandwich broke me. I know, right? That grilled cheese sandwich oh. is why I started eating cheese. Is that what did it? Oh yeah, because I'm watching <laughs> these guys make these grilled cheese sandwiches. Like I can't deprive myself of that well, in it's life. Just, he did an episode where he had like uh, you know the uh, the Avengers cast there. Yeah, cooking oh, for it. Yeah, and Gwen Paltrow had no idea she was in she was, Spider-Man. She oh, is that where that came yeah. from? Yeah, yeah. Mm, she didn't know. I lied. I had been watching a show, The OA. The OA is pretty good. That's a weird show. And man. It gets even weirder in the second season. I'm only about four episodes in, and yeah. I'm just like, what is going on yeah. with this lady? Oh, and the new <laughs> season of Veronica Mars started. That's uh, apparently really it did, good. Did it? It's fucking fantastic. It dro- well, they, they pushed it up to yesterday. Yeah, they had a Veronica they Mars at panel at Comic Con, and they're just like, "Oh, by the way, we decided to drop it a week early." Whoa. So they had to go. Oh my god, because I love that show. Oh, apparently, it's, it's really good. Uh, really good. There's bombings going on all around Neptune, and Veronica's trying to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's intense, and they swear a bit. No, oh. and oh. she's it's, it's one. Of, <laughs> If you were to tell me that Veronica Mars was not only going to be made, I mean, the movie was crowd for, uh, crowdsourced, mm-hmm. so yeah. that wasn't going to And that was good, happen. too. And it was really good. So this is uh, 15 years after the TV show. So she's like 31, 32. Mm-hmm. And, and the, do, they take, do they do it in real time, story-wise? Do they say this is 15 years yeah. late after yeah. the It's about five years show. after the movie. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, there's, cool. there's some... It's it's uh it's definitely not uh, teenage detective Veronica Mars. It's mm. I'm 31 and there's some terrible things going on. Huh. There. So all right, That's exciting. Okay, I'll um, tell you about another show. Oh my god, kidding. Oh okay. Uh, this uh, now again we we have talked often on this show about hey you love what you love and that's great. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're not gonna. This is not meant to talk shit. This is just strictly numbers. All right. How um, dare you present facts? I know, right? Uh, this is a uh, 
a survey that the Hollywood Reporter and Morning Consult did. Uh, and they just questioned people about their favorite pop cultures. Mm. Questioned or asked? Well, <laughs> why What's your like favorite that? pop culture? <laughs> why the hell do you like that? I, I just want a glass of water. We interrogated people about the UPN show Norware Man. Hollywood Reporter is pretty aggressive, so maybe yeah. it was questioning. Uh, but uh, it kind of confirms what you may have suspected when it comes to fandom. It's Marvel's world and everyone else is just living in it. Right. A nationally representative sample of 2,200 adults carried out between uh, July 8th and 10th revealed that when it comes to genre properties, Marvel far and away, the most uh, successful slash popular, 63% of those surveyed considered themselves fans. That's obviously not right, because DC is superior. The Where ne- was the survey done? Uh, they did not say. Yeah, was the it Marvel in Disneyland? In the Marvel store? I don't know. <laughs> the offices at Marvel Studios? I'm sure Morning Consult. Would would have a more scientific way. I I of hope going so. about it. Yeah. Uh, the next most popular property was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Marvel's bigger than Star Wars. Yeah, that Six- might explain why there's more Marvel movies than there are Star Wars movies. Yeah, sixty percent of fandom. I have think you know what's in my head. Uh, <laughs> DC followed with fifty nine percent. So close. Uh, just as interesting were the placements of uh, brands that accepted wisdom or media coverage would have predicted the top poll thirty seven percent. Describe themselves as uh, Walking Dead fans. No, oh. weird. That's a well, weird with, turn. And with that <laughs> announcement of that Walking Dead movie, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, you'll only be able to know what happened to the Rick Grimes from the movie in theaters. In, only in theaters. Only in theaters. Thanks for that trailer. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek at forty nine percent. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like you know the other white meat. No one cared. No. Okay. Good. Chicken coming in at forty eight percent. Lord of the Rings. That, that'll change as people get old and die. Interesting. Well, <laughs> I don't know, because Amazon's doing their Lord of the Rings show. And TV series, yeah. Yeah, three years ago when it was announced, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's let's see where this goes. But now after seeing like the trailer to The Witcher that, oh, that Netflix so is doing, these these networks are basically saying, yeah, we're going to we're gonna put theaters out of business. Just uh, watch. I tuned out after you said Witcher trailer. What? Hmm? Did you see his <laughs> biceps? Whoa. Yes, I did. <laughs> Coming, Juicy. coming in, <laughs> very coming in for a tie at twenty four percent. Twenty four, the TV show. <laughs> Who you work for? That would have been perfect. Uh, a tie between uh, Game of Thrones and Doctor Who. Huh. I can see that at twenty four percent. I think Doctor Who will consistently be twenty four percent. We're a minority people, and Game of Thrones will be one of those things that in but, ten years people are going. Hmm. What? But this was this was in July, just shortly after that big finale. Yeah, and Game of Thrones only at twenty four percent. Remember mm. when we used to make fun of the <laughs> Doctor Who fans at the conventions? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. we were like the, not good, not not proud of it, yeah. but it did happen. Not proud of it. We have evolved. <laughs> yes, that's right. We are a we are a we're a fandom that demands respect. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that is the fandom that has had the longest period of time to basically deal with being ridiculed oh, nonstop. Because yeah. yeah. it and started just like, in like the 50s, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're oh, just yeah. like, oh, I just like it. it we makes were me born happy. in it. Yeah. <laughs> we just like it. It makes us happy. And uh, I, I watched it for a good five or six years. Yeah. And, and I've, still, I've still got this current season in my DVR, and it demands oh, to be jo- seen. Jody, and I Jody seen Whittaker's take on The Doctor I is she's amazing. Phenomenal. I hear she's great. Well, it's this uh, 
it's this unbridled curiosity that I fucking love. Like, there's nothing jaded about her. She's just like, what's over there? Let's she's go look at that. She's a fabulous combination. Yeah. Well, not, welcome to Doctor Who Talk. Oh. She's a fabulous combination of, like, Tennant, Capaldi, and Smith. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's yeah. Yep. just, just excited like about stuff. Yeah, because yeah, I loved Matt Smith, and I loved Peter Capaldi, and they were just so different. Yeah. Yeah, but, she's she's curious and whimsical, but also take no shit. Yeah. I think they need to give her a big overarching storyline, though. We'll get there. Like, yeah, the first. That's season, one of the, the things that draw, drew me in so much about like David Tennant's run was the, uh, or maybe that was Matt Smith's run was. The, but you uh, have to consider too. This is a brand new showrunner, mm-hmm. oh, and he's finding okay. his footing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's kind of like right. when they started off with with Matt Smith. They the guy who had been uh, who took over uh, with Matt Smith's run. He'd written a couple episodes previously, mm-hmm. and so he kind of had an idea where he was going with his doctor. But this this is the guy that did uh, uh, was it Broadchurch, mm-hmm. and so Chris Chibnall, yeah, far more serious, grounded writer and director. And all of a sudden, you're doing Doctor Who, mm-hmm. so and, and Doctor Who had, like it has a whole new look too. Like it looks yeah. theatrical. Yeah, it's really cool. I look forward to it. When I get oh, some time, time. I'm gonna it. I'm gonna unload the DVR. Uh, elsewhere, the poll showed the current state of mainstream fandom at large, a community that embraces superhero movies. 62% of respondents classified themselves as fans. Mm-hmm. And movies based on comic books, 58% were fans. Where's the... What's the difference? Yeah. I guess you can do a superhero movie not based on a comic book? I don't know. Well, you can do comic book movies not based on superheroes. Right. Who's uh, that? Like Sin City. Yeah, Sin City and, and that one with Tom Hanks. Well, I guess it's road, your, to perdition. road to perdition. Your perception yeah. of what a superhero is. Ah, there you go. But but these these respondents were not fans of comic books themselves. Thirty seven percent of those polled calling themselves fans. To which I say, shame on you. Well, the, comic books are in a really rough spot right now, though, because your your return on investment, to use the modern jargon, is not the best. And also, comic books currently don't make it easy to jump in. Mm-mm. No, not at all. And I they're expensive. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Your return on investment is not great. You're spending three ninety nine at minimum for a new comic. And you'll uh, read that comic in twenty minutes. Yeah. And but what's what's also hard is that the indies are actually putting out phenomenal material. And you know, Boom Studios, uh, Boom Studios is doing an adaptation from the magicians from the books of the magicians, not Ooh, the TV yes, show of the magicians. Yes. And they just put out a two hundred and thirty page graphic novel that tells the entire first book. First book is maybe three hundred pages, so you mm-hmm. get a two hundred twenty-five. Yeah, I do. Kinda has it? Yeah, I'll pass it on to you. But it tells the story of the first magician's book from Alice's perspective completely. So you have this this character that's actually kind of ancillary and semi-disposable in the first book. And all of a sudden, it's told from her perspective, and you realize that none of that was actually the case. Man, that's the f- book I needed, because the first Magician's book, I hate read the first book, yeah. because Quentin's a piece of shit character. Oh, he's <laughs> awful. And you're not supposed to like him? Uh, no. <sighs> yeah, Quentin's, Quentin's, Quentin's a terrible, terrible shithead, right? He's self-centered, and, and, and there's a... A page, 150 pages in, where Alice describes Quentin perfectly. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Lee? Yeah, I'll pass it on I'm to you. I'm so thrilled. All right. Well, now back to your both of your uh, uh, comments about comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as affordability goes, mm-hmm. uh, I I will always support the local comic book store. Absolutely. I will always buy my Absolutely. physical copies. But those apps make yeah. it so easy and affordable. Yep. And DC as, Universe yeah. and, and Marvel Unlimited. And as far as Crazy. jumping in on the story... The apps also make it easy. The apps make it a lot so you easier. Can, you can go back yeah, well, and... You and know. part of the thing about the mainstream comics that I'm going to sound, you know, 
curmudgeonly right here, I think, is Grandpa Tony. I know. I don't I don't get as into those as I used to because really nothing ever happens. By the end of every storyline, almost everything is reset with the characters mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Whereas you have your more indie style like uh, Image. I don't know if Image is counted as indie anymore. I, 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 I lump it in there because they're still a big studio. Yeah. But, um, but they're not but they, Marvel, a, a DC. Lot of, but, Image, like... but Image is Image is privately owned. Right. And that's where I say Image is, is one of the most significant comic companies out there. Uh, because their comics... Rick Remender works exclusively for for Image, mm-hmm. and uh, everything Remender puts out is really fucking good. But oh, they're yeah. also the, not relying on on franchises, no, right? Well, that's the thing is you have characters that are their own uh, creator owned, and they can do whatever they want with them, right? So you have repercussions in these stories that that reverberate through the whole storyline and don't change unless you, the you'll creator have a creative team that decides to. they want to do 40 issues yeah and, and that's all they're going to do and that's their story and they're you know? finished after yeah. that point so like my, my example that I always use is Invincible mm-hmm. it went like 100 I can't remember 140 or something Somewhere like that yeah. issues just phenomenal because the whole time you're reading it you know these characters are fluid and they mm-hmm. can change and die and, mm-hmm. and not and, come and back and often do and oh man, it's one of my favorite comic book series of all time. I look forward to the uh, animated, oh, I can't uh, wait. Invincible, and the live action film. Yep. The uh, there's there's an app we talked about it briefly about a month ago, but I've had time to look at it. It's called Graphite, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a free app, and it's ad supported. So a lot of the not mainstream comic companies have their comics on there. You can read them for free. You mm-hmm. just see a little pop up ad here and there. But uh, if you want to get through. Um, Rat Queens or uh, some of the some of the other really really strong fantastic comics out there. You can read them for free on Graphite, and then you know if you're here in Salt Lake City, there's a couple of great comic shops that you can go into. Uh, you can go uh, Taylor at Black Cat. She's gonna she's mm-hmm. gonna know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's phenomenal, especially if you've had a hard time in a comic shop. Go talk to her. Doctor Bolts is a great comic shop. So check out the stuff and see what you want and get the trade later. Uh, so mm-hmm. you're still supporting your local store. Yeah, because. Um, they're kind of one of those foundations of our community that we need. Exactly. And as far as things not happening, this uh, most recent Marvel big event, War of the Realms, uh-huh. a lot of shit went down. Um, and and it's uh, fascinating. Uh, all the Valkyrie are dead, except for Jane Foster, who has been made made Valkyrie. Hmm. Um, it's it's just those are the kind of stories that know, I'm more interested in, where the stakes feel more real for the characters. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I mean, they killed some people in in War of the Realms, and uh, as you know, I've I've, dropped. I've said it many many times that um, Chip Zdarsky right now is writing Daredevil, and he's just killing. He's it. a mm. gem in he's everything he touches. Uh, I didn't even know he was a writer. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was just the illustrator no, of, of Sex Criminals. He's, he's been killing um, it. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get some broken news, and then we'll uh, we'll come back with uh, some more stuff. After, After these messages, messages, we'll be right, right back. back. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and summer pool parties, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Cabin Fever, proud to be a locally owned business since opening its doors in 1982. And what started as a small card shop has now become, well, so much more than a card store with an ever-increasing array of gifts and collectibles from lunchboxes, retro candy, gift bags, playing cards and wrapping paper to everything needed for your summer barbecue pool party, pool flotation devices from unicorns to melting ice creams, fun drink markers and pool beverage floats. 
Cabin fever has grown up over the years while still keeping its tongue firmly planted in the world of the meek, the geek, and the freak. So stop by Cabin Fever and say hi. David, love to meet you. They're open from 10 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and from 12 to 5 on Sunday. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Haster Games at 6831 South State, or you can go to hastergames.com. If you're a gamer, you like to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you're going to love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, but they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products as well. Mondays are now board game nights at Haster Games. If you're looking to play some great games with some great people, Monday night is board game night at Haster Games. They have a couple of weekly groups, one playing strategy board games, the other playing more party-type games. Stop on by and give one or the other a try at least. Haster has open board gaming all the time. Feel free to grab one of your games from their 300 games library and just give it a try. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. As they say, it's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games. Broken news. Welcome to it. Joining me for oh the name of the episode is Stronger Thongs, <laughs> yeah. God, and I wasn't uh, here for this one. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it in a moment. Uh, right now, broken news. Yeah. Joining us for broken news, Jay. Hey. Hi, Jay Whitaker. Uh, yeah. Rebecca Frost. <laughs> Hi. And Shannon Barnes. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and Rebecca brought something. For- I brought I brought quiet fidget toys for Lee, but he's not here, and so one of them is like a. A textury ring kind of thing. This is a golden asshole, is what it is. Look at it. Look, it Put it on your finger, Jay. I'm not, I don't want. That's why I don't want to do it. Is because I feel like I'm putting the finger in the in the. In the There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, well, trust me, I know. But it's just like <laughs> sometimes you got to pay attention to the butt holes. But but, but that, it kind of looks like this little onion ring of asshole. Let's see. Jesus. Let me see. Yeah, you put see, it on your finger. You can turn it inside out. It's, it just rolls, and oh, it's got a nice. Cool. It's got yeah. Ugh. Yeah, see, I don't know. Oh, that doesn't <laughs> feel right, bro. Uh, yeah, that doesn't. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> it just, it just looks like. I yeah. want it now. Okay, all right. You, you want put the, it right on? I don't give a shit. The golden, <laughs> nice. The He's golden hole. He's not even, <laughs> not even warming it up first. Nope. Let's get to it. <laughs> the golden hole. Here, Let's take your butthole back. You yeah. Buy a dinner back. All right. Okay. Broken news. Let's get to it. Uh, first of all, oh, I didn't, I didn't bring a beverage. We need to raise one. I got Uh-oh. one. In front of me. Oh yeah, big one. Rutger Howard. Yeah, yeah. seriously, dude. Yeah, rest in peace. I was thinking about it, and uh, God, he was in so many shows that I loved. Oh yes. Uh, well, he was in the first Daredevil movie. You mean Br- Blind Fury? Blind Fury, we, the, the one that we went wow. to and pretended was a Daredevil movie. Yeah, but what? Lady Hawk. Oh yeah, forgot about Lady Hawk. Blade Runner. Of course, but uh, I loved that movie when I was a kid. Uh, Wanted Dead or Alive, where he played the bounty oh, yeah. hunter and he blew up Gene Simmons' head. That's right. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, Gene Simmons played a terrorist. Okay, and uh, his what was that line? He had it. He stuck a grenade in uh, Gene Simmons' mouth and was not the tongue. Oh, yeah, no. it was like was like leading him around with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And they go, all right, you know, 
you got the bounty. He goes, fuck the bounty. <laughs> and Gene Simmons goes, ah. He's not, a good, up. he's not a good bounty hunter. <laughs> he was. He got him. He yeah. was in a really good sci-fi movie, too. Uh, split Second. Split Second. I didn't see that, that one. It was, it's, he like, fights basically kind of like a predator. Okay. And uh, he was in the F- Buffy the Vampire Slayer he movie. Was. He was. He was the bad guy there. Yeah. But uh, especially known for Roy Batty in Blade Runner, and he apparently helped rewrite that monologue at the end. Oh, the, the tears. tears in the rain. Yeah, uh, bit he he rewrote that, and uh, so and I I interviewed him at Sundance a few years ago when he was promoting Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh God damn, that's a good movie too. Which, the fuck is which, this? Which yeah. was in for uh, <laughs> was in for Slam Dance. Yeah, and we interviewed him. Weirdo, mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. He was you know the the. As, as my dad would say, you know, the creative types, they're a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. They're Hope, a little weird. Hobo with a Shotgun's types. a fucking great movie, too. And the, the, the plot is the title. Yeah. Hobo with, with a shotgun. shotgun. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was a little off, but uh, he was he was a good guy. He was a good guy. Uh, split seconds on Amazon Prime. Oh, you can so that's mm-hmm. where you can see it. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Rutger Howard. All right. Um, we hit a uh, big milestone this past week. One billion dollars. Billion. billion. You knew. You knew what I was talking I about. Yeah. This, that, to me, that was we fucking did. awesome. We made a billion dollars. Fuck it, yeah. finally. Well, Where's we, my check? We helped. There's a, oh, yeah, we're the in first podcast to make a billion dollars. Yeah. Yep. Suck on it, Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the billion dollar mark was uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh. Sorry, I dropped the golden hole. Oh, you <laughs> he dropped that asshole. Don't, don't pick up that asshole. Back it up. Sorry. Face right. down, ass up. But uh, Spider-Man Far From Home uh, hit the $1 billion mark. And here's the interesting thing. It's the first Spider-Man movie to do that. Yeah. Huh. Suck, it, suck it, Garfield. Suck it, yeah, McGuire. I thought the others... Suck it, Raimi. I thought the others were I, there. I thought one of them. But apparently this one, this this is, is the it, first one. Is it close? I mean, were, were any Homecoming close? Homecoming didn't even... Homecoming did well. But it didn't hit a billion, and especially this quickly. That's the other thing that it is. So goddamn good. superhero fatigue, man. I know it must. I you see what I put in parentheses at the bottom? Superhero fatigue? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> I keep hearing that yeah. that term thrown around, and I'm like, look at the n- scoreboard, as Jim yeah. Rome would say. You know say. what? Though it had that benefit of coming right after Endgame, where mm-hmm. people were still on that Endgame high, wondering, okay, what happened? happened. And well, like, I don't think it's a coincidence. But it yeah. ended no. so yeah. damn good. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah, so good. And, and I love the the way that it plays with the implications of the snap are mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, and, oh, oh, and I look forward to the world knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I'm looking forward yeah. to that next step. Did you see step. it? No. Oh. I've read everything. Okay. Dude. You still haven't seen it? I know. Yeah, but the, the good fuck? reveal, dude. I've been busy. You meant, oh, it's that being was a spoiler in, alert. Yeah, being yeah. in that theater yeah, for that sorry. reveal, man. Mm. Yeah. Gold. Yeah, because when, yeah, when I was like, I was like, oh. Oh, they're going there. Word? Because <laughs> having read the comics, when Peter came out on stage in Civil War mm-hmm. and said, I, I stand with Tony Stark, uh, we all know how that was resolved in the comics, yeah. how he got his secret identity back. The I devil. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. devil did it. <laughs> Which is so great. That's that's kind of what I love about like, the comics is just like anything could happen. Like, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, Civil War we, goes We bring off back the a rails. random character. Yeah. Like yep. D-Man came out of nowhere and fixed everything. <laughs> But yeah, Devil showed up and said, "Hey, Peter, I can take care of that for you. Yeah, don't worry about it. We got it." Civil War goes off the rails. It does. Anyway, uh, so yeah, billion. Uh, further, it's only the second Sony movie 
to become a member of the Billion Dollar Club. Guess. Oh, everyone guess what the first Sony movie is. The first Sony movie to hit the Billion Dollar Club. Guess, anyone? I don't even remember any other Sony movies. Uh, Daredevil. Where the heart is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Boys. <laughs> Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> uh, Sony Man. It, it is a, uh, uh, a franchise. I'll give you a hint. Oh, um, Hunger Games. No, that's Lionsgate. Uh, I give up. If, if you, I was going to say, if you get it, I'd be really impressed. Um, Can you give us an actor? or? A- uh, well, if I did it, I'd give it away. Tom Cruise? Is it Tom Cruise? Us, not Tom Cruise? Can you give us a supporting actor? I can give you... Because I, I really want to guess this. I can I give too. you a, an adjacent kind of hint. All right. Adele. Oh, James Bond. Skyfall. Skyfall. Ah. Yes. Skyfall was their first. $1.1 billion. Uh, made, That's cool. Here's the funny thing. Made in partnership with MGM. So we see where Sony... <laughs> Right, they need help. They Sony need help. can't do anything on their own. I mean, honestly, the Sony hack was the greatest thing to happen to, yeah. to, to comic book fans everywhere. <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. Uh, Far From Home, the 40th movie to cross $1 billion, and the third release of 2019 to do so behind Endgame and Captain Marvel. That's dope. Both from Disney and Marvel. Again, where's that superhero <laughs> fatigue I keep hearing about? But uh, there you go. Um, this sounds fun. Was it? What's that? Um, amusement park? There's a, a comic book called Heathen that I wasn't aware of. I'm about this shit. And it's, who is it? It's uh, it's a female-centric Viking comic. Female? Female? <laughs> In my comics? Yeah. Uh, and Catherine Hardwick has signed on to direct and produce this. Uh, this is created, written, and drawn by Alterishi. Don't know who that is. Uh, Heathen is the story of Adis. A young Viking warrior, warrior who comes out as queer in an age of cultural in, in 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 an age and culture of merciless patriarchy. Her ostracism leads her on a quest to right those cultural wrongs with Odin, leader of the Viking gods. Oh, it's from Vault. Oh, Vault. Yeah, there it is. I'm with it. Let's bring it. Bring it. Bring that shit on. Everybody's been like Ooh. recommending some dope shit. The mm-hmm. art is very pretty. Uh, the first volume of the trade paperback collects the fir- first four issues gone into multiple printings. New story arc is be- begins in June. The book was selected by the Young Adult Library Service Association for its 2018 Great Graphic Novels for Teens list. Huh. So there you go. I pa- look forward to that. Probably won't add it to my library. I'm, you check- know I'm checking Comixology right now. Comixology also has The Boys and House of M. I just read House of M for the first time. The the original? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was good. That was good. That was really good. It no makes more, you, it makes no you more mutants. Yeah. yeah. It makes you wonder. I, I, do you think they'll, you think Scarlet Witch is going to give us mutants in the MCU? Well, if she could take them away, she could. That's what I feel like. I feel like they're just going to pull a reverse. But I read an interesting theory about it. And again, it's just a fan theory. But mm-hmm. um, if the Eternals, as Kevin Feige is saying, the Eternals have existed on Earth for thousands of years. That's dope. And have been undetected. They what are they so what are they chances doing? are maybe the mutants have still always been here and we just haven't noticed. But I, I like your idea. You would notice like a, a, a like a little guy with claws coming out of his hands. You would notice. <laughs> a, you would notice a guy that not if he doesn't leave his house. Yeah, you That's would, true. You would notice a, 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 <laughs> can't a, go out there. a Tom Cruise looking guy with a with a ruby red visor. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. you would notice that. Well, we'll see. You would I, notice you know. a crazy redhead warping reality. Oh, that's right, Scarlet. Oh, that's right. That's a different redhead. That's different. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the Batman movie with uh, 
Our pats. With our pats, yeah. I thought he passed. No, he's in. He's back in? Our bats. This is why we can't have nice things, Jay. It just popped off my finger. The golden hole went in the whiskey. Oh. Do I get a point? (laughs) Now you got to chug it. Now you got to fish it out and clean it up. Stick it in your mouth and clean it up. I hate it when you get whiskey on your butthole. There's a hair. That's good whiskey. What am I? What do I do? How do I? How do I fix this? Figure it out. You're an adult. Do I put it in my mouth? <laughs> what do I do with my hands? I'm scared. <laughs> do you add my tissue? I'm feeling that's not the first time that Jay has said, "Do I put it in my mouth?" <laughs> I get the feeling. I... Can I have a tissue yeah. so that he can at least put go. it on something? All right. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, our bats, anyway. Our yeah. um, <gasps> bats. They have um, hired a cinematographer, and it's uh, the cinematographer from Rogue One, yeah. Greg uh, Fraser. That's a beautiful movie. Yeah, so they're moving forward with this. This is, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Crossing my fingers for it, King Tut. It is happening. Oh. I, I would. I would One work. day. I want to be in a theater where that happens with y'all. One day. A gritty, a gritty <laughs> version of King, King Tut. Tut. Oh, he'll be there. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, we got this too. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. TV show. I'm with it. Didn't they do that already? It hath been done a very long time ago. Um, uh, 1981 for the BBC. Yeah, BBC, and they showed it on PBS. Here. I thought you said BBC. Oh, I was thinking oh, no. like more recently. 78. It was a, it was a movie. No, I know, but no, then no. I thought no, they did a TV show with too. Alan Rickman. No, you're right. 78 was the original uh, cast, and then in 1981, they also tried it again. Oh, here we go. Second crack at the series for Disney. The uh, they helped produce a 2005 film. That's what it, for Touchstone. Or, oh, not the. I'm thinking. For some reason, I thought that they did a TV show recently, like in the 2000s. Let me see. After the movie. Let me just read the whole story. Uh, okay. Deadline reports that Carlton Cuse and Jason Fuchs will showrun and write uh, for for Hulu. Hmm. The story follows, of course, we know Arthur Dent uh, and his adventures across the cosmos. Uh, it's the second crack at the series for Disney. Uh, they produced the 2005 film adaptation through Touchstone of Buena Vista, and that's the, I think that's the one with Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the first time Hitchhikers has come to TV either. There was the beloved staple of British pop culture 1981 BBC apt- adaptation, which used the cast of the 78 BBC radio series. Adam's first book in the series was ultimately based on. That's the... Genealogy. Okay. Okay, there we go. But you're getting a Hitchhiker's Guide series. And then I found this because I've been obsessing about this new Watchmen series. Is it HBO. out yet? Not yet. It's I coming, can't wait. coming I can't in the fall. wait to watch that. So I pulled out my copy of Watchmen and I'm rereading it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm rereading all of it yeah. just to see if it, it will help. And then I read a thing that says, no, no. <laughs> so you can stop. Yeah. So I could probably stop. I'll continue. Uh, but uh, the TV Critics Association happened last week, and um, so they got uh, Damon Lindelof talking about it, and here's what he said with it. He said, uh, during the during the panel, uh, Lindelof claimed he's channeling Alan Moore's punk rock rebellious spirit by adapting Watchmen into a series for HBO against the author's wishes. Yeah, okay. He says, I don't, think I, well, I don't think that I've made peace with it. Alan Moore is a genius, in my opinion. He's the greatest writer in the comic medium, maybe the greatest writer of all time. He made it very clear he doesn't want to have any association or affiliation with Watchmen ongoing, and that we not use his name to get people to watch it, which I want to respect. As someone whose entire identity is based around a very complicated relationship with my dad, who I constantly need to prove to, my, to myself and never will, 
Alan Moore is now that surrogate, his dad. The wrestling match will continue. I do feel like the spirit of Alan Moore is a punk rock spirit, a rebellious spirit. And if you would tell Alan Moore, a teenage Moore in 85 or 86, you're not allowed to do this because Superman's creator or Swamp Thing's creator doesn't want you to do it, he would look at you and say, fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. So I'm channeling the spirit of Alan Moore to tell Alan Moore, fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. I like it. I love <laughs> and it. And then he yelled at the critics, that's clickbait, guys! Clickbait! That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Speaking of uh, HBO so series, go. have you seen the ads for that, uh, the Righteous Gemstones? No. What is this? It's a... Uh, it's got it stars oh, oh, this Danny the, McBride. The, oh, okay. Danny McBride, John Goodman, and Adam Devine as a family of TV preachers. TV preachers, and it looks fucking. Hilarious. I can't wait. Oh. I love Danny McBride. Uh, Do you see Kanye's uh, tweet about Danny McBride? No. He says uh, Kanye said as I when uh, I want Danny McBride to play me in my biopic. Jesus. <laughs> Like and, now, I would see and, that, and Twitter went. Oh, did y'all see? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. At, you, while, shiny, you just shiny keyed yourself. Yeah, yeah. While we were sleeping, yes. Did y'all see Jessica Alba's Twitter got hacked? Have y'all seen this? No. Aww. Oh my god! It, like, and it, it and honestly, it sucks. It sucks. But if you want some mild entertainment, I, I can't. I, I can't say it's entertaining. Well, it is. But there's just like. <laughs> Whoever hacked her spat out some racist ass tweets. Oh, oh. no! This is, this is the one They're about so bad. I know it's so bad, but the one about Nazi Germany. Oh no! Like that's the only like everything else is well everything is terrible. Yeah. But the, there's one that that's about Nazi Germany that I, I won't lie, I laughed. The first one is <laughs> Heil Hitler. He did nothing wrong. Hashtag facts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, oh it's, no. Yeah, it, it's so bad. It's so bad, and it's very offensive, but, like, there's one that is just, that I, I couldn't help but laugh. I don't uh, know. But anyways, Danny uh, McBride is awesome. He could, he could read the phone book, and I'd laugh. Well, and he is our Aquaman. Yeah, that's right. And I, I Nazi still, Germany did nothing wrong, and that's on God yeah, yeah, and word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is which is totally wrong, but it's the, 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 <laughs> oh. the, the more I read that in my head, like the more you think they about had, it. She hasn't taken him down? No, she had. I went to her Twitter and yeah. you can't like, uh, uh, police sirens in the distance again. When will N-Words stop committing crime so I can get some fucking sleep? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's to- Jessica Alba. Yeah, it's totally racist. It's totally racist. Poor girl. Oh, oh no. I got Yeah, I got hacked. Yeah. I saw, you know, I saw her in Honey. <laughs> I saw that movie. <laughs> she, Maybe she, she was on Ambien like Roseanne. Maybe. That's what Roseanne blamed it on. Yeah. I, oh, I no. was on Ambien. It's bad. And now it's I'm, so sad. It's funny, but it's yeah. so really sad. It's yeah, like I like I was like, oh that's terrible. And then I read him, I was like, this is terrible. And then I read like it more, I was like, this is kind of funny. <laughs> it's funny that Jessica Alba would say that. Yeah, like yeah. it like to like if I imagined Jessica Alba saying it, it like the fact that she's like, yeah, and that's on God. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, before we wrap this up, uh, <laughs> Someone, yeah. I'm sorry. Can you imagine being a hacker and all you do is tweet this from Jessica Alba's Twitter instead of boosting your credit score or something? <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, yeah, you hacked the like of all the celebrities of all Jessica the people you got. It's you, so random. So they're like, you, all all Jessica Alba did was try to sell us some multivitamins. You leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And, so, and some sunscreen that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, before we get back to uh, stronger thongs, 
Uh, anything uh, you guys want to promote or something that I you're got, liking? I got, I got stuff to promote. The I boys. Think. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you watch that. I do want to watch that. Now, how does uh, Amazon do that? Do they release them week to it, week? Nope, it's all it's out. All, so oh, it's yeah. like Netflix. It's, it's all there. Eight episodes. And all are far, like an hour long. How far did you get? I finished you it. You finished it. And? Thank God it was renewed for a second season because it ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, good. And it. yeah, it like, like I said earlier, you can tell it's written by a man, but <laughs> it... Uh, it's so different. It's fun. Me, me, and Jeff loved the comic. We thought it was. I like the awesome. idea because it's what it's just is, is regular dudes, right? Yeah, just regular it's, people fucking up superheroes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a, it does this really fun thing where it reminds you that men in power are yucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it yeah it's just uh it's regular guys who decide these superheroes they're are scumbags. Yeah, they're scumbags. They've done enough because it's just, the superheroes in this universe. But not without. Like reason, yeah. like yeah. they've been personally jilted. Yeah, okay. and it's like you know the superheroes in this un- in this universe have abused their power. They're assholes, and and they're killing people. We got to do something about it. I got you. And so they take it upon themselves. I love to, antihero stories. So to uh, to try to kill these people with superpowers. So how do you kill a Superman type? How do you yeah. kill a Wonder Woman type? You Flash, know, type. Flash type. Yeah. You know how do you do that? Yeah, I feel bad that I figured out how to kill a soup before they did. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, hack their Twitter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's some compelling television. You know. God. I'm in. Um, so the boys? I would recommend watching Euphoria with, uh, on HBO with, with, with Zendaya. Mm, I my, hear that's really good. My wife's been watching it's it. Dope. Really? It's dope. Like, because it, it's, it's, it's about high school, which makes me nervous as a parent. My I was going to say, my like, son, My teens, son's birthday is Yeah, is teens today. have been saying, yeah, this is pretty... Accurate, accurate. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but it, it's cool. I, I really, I really dug Zendaya. Since, she's good. Yeah, since I've been watching, you know, the Spider-Man movies, and so like, she's really good. I, I, I just, I really enjoy yeah. anytime she's. Yeah, yeah. And um, crashing. I mean, it's it's rap. It's done, but it's like three seasons. Yeah, it's three seasons. Pete but it's, Holmes. It's Pete Holmes. It's been on for a while, but I finally finished it, and it's it deserves another season. But I do like the way it ended, and it's. If you if you've ever wanted to get into stand up, if you've ever like, they, they show how it's developing in the New York scene, but it's still relatable anywhere you anywhere you go, like the the the, the club drama and, and all that stuff, and it, it's such a good uh, guideline and outline for how to work. A comedy club, mm-hmm. like the little things, the little well, etiquette that you're not supposed to break, and, and how tough it is. Yeah, it's how really tough, tough it really is. It's, it's big. Yes, it's not standing up and just you know being funny. Right, and there's it's a not lot ju- more. To yeah, and it. it's not just showing up. Like he lives in the suburbs, drives to Manhattan yeah. every night, and you gotta really want it. People, yeah. you know, you saw you saw Pat Oswald while uh, oh last week. Yeah, and you t- you were telling I w- I wanted to make that show so bad. He was, and and this is a, this is an example of a guy who is constantly working his yeah, craft yeah. and getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what this tour is, is getting ready for a Netflix special. So yeah. he's, he's honing it. But his set was flawless. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen him several times, and he's always been good. Right. But I've never seen him so on point. That's I mean, great. You know, it's just in, an incredibly flawless set. Everything was there, you know. And it's dope to see that because, I mean, for and for me, it's like, yeah, that's my, it's, it's my job. It's my career. And, and, I've been on the road, and I've been very grateful, and I've been developing a new half hour, which kind of leads me to a segue. Oh, yep, segue, segue. So I got, I got, I got to plug some shows. August first, 
I will be at the Downtown Convention Center in Idaho Falls, August 2nd and 3rd. This is very important. This is very, very, very important. August 2nd and 3rd. Seattle listeners, if you know anybody in Seattle, if you know anybody in Tacoma, tell them to come see me at Laughs Comedy Club in Seattle. This is the first time I have headlined a club on a weekend out of state. Wow. This, so this, this is a big deal. This is yeah. a major city. This is Seattle. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's. You know, it, it, it's it's a smaller club, but it's a great club. And this is the first time I've ever this is I'm this is like a dream come true for me. This is, just to get, you know, you're doing a major city. It's in the heart of Seattle. It's 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 a wonderful club. I've been there before. Come out and see me. Uh, and then what? August 5th, I will be in Little Rock, Arkansas at the Looney Bin. Uh, Oklahoma City, August 6th at the Looney Bin. August 7th, I'll be in Wichita, Kansas at the Looney Bin. And we're doing all the Looney Bin clubs. And then <laughs> Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, August 8th at, at uh, the Looney Bin. And mm -hmm. then, most importantly, August 9th, August 10th, I'll be back in Salt Lake City at the uh, West Jordan, Jordan Landing Wise Guys. I will be taping this set. I will be taping this set. This is a lot of stuff that I've got from the road. I'm trying to get a new special, put a new special together. We're doing it big. we got three cameras. Wow. You know, so like we're... I'm spending, I'm spending this dick joke money. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I would really like, you know, if you're in the, if you're in those uh, Midwest cities, come through. If you're in the, come see me at the Looney Bin. But Seattle and Salt Lake City, I really need y'all to show up. Like I, I just, I just do. All right. Like if you're gonna tape a special, what's the point in taping it in front of three people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. What we'll do what we can. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, buddy. Thank that's you. that's good news. It. I'm trying. Seattle's a great town. I'm excited, man. Yeah. It's like I've done comedy there, but and it's such a great comedy town. Nice. Yeah. Go get pot stickers at the at Pike's uh, Pike's place. I'm with it. They're Yum. the best. Yum. I'm with it. They're giant. I'm gonna go to the original Starbucks and like a like I and just say it's, fuck it. I know I've been bad. there. I've been there every time. <laughs> I, I like yeah. Okay. I everyone's like you. Let's go to the original Starbucks. I'm like, all right, I'll show you guys where it's at because I know exactly where it's mm -hmm. at, and I show it to them, and everybody's like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm like exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. What the fuck are we going here for? It's like Clark Griswold at the Grand Canyon. You step in and you nod your head and Walk you on. dash out. Yeah, that's you go. Okay, it's a coffee shop. I peed go off up. the Grand. Can I peed into the Grand Canyon. You, you did. did? Yeah. Good for you. I fucking showed that. Did you national treasure? Did it grant you like a wish or something? No. Did you and the Grand Canyon switch it, bodies? Yo, it, did. it was weird. You keep yo. trying, and you'll fill that up. That's <laughs> what we should I do. Go back, I go back once a year. Perseverance. We should. We should do a tour where we where we pee on historical uh, monuments. That'd be a fun way to get arrested. Yeah. And engender uh, a lot of good faith in the people. No. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying no? What if you like peed into a cup and just like kind of snuck it in there and then went. Like, Tossed it. That is it. a Jessica Alba tweet right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. And before we go, before we get back to the episode, I know Shannon was singing the praises of Star Trek Discovery. Holy shit. So good, right? Yeah, I He's, can't believe you're I You're late just, to the game, but it's, yeah. it's worth it. I, I have to watch it with Jen, and it's driving me crazy because I just want to watch it all. You know <laughs> yeah, what you mean? Want, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. That should have fucked up a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking so good. Lorca, what a dick. He's a dick. Don't, yeah. do, 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 don't get into it. I know, but I'm just saying, what a dick. Do, 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 do. And Michelle Yao is so cool. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. And she's getting her own series. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what's her name? Michael? She's yeah, yeah. fucking cool, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a girl so... named Michael? Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so her name is Michael Bennett. That sounds like a free safety. And, <laughs> I, I, I even liked Rain Wilson. I know, yeah. right? Oh, he shows up? Wasn't yeah. he the best Harry Mudd? Yeah. He's Harry Mudd. And that episode was terrific. That yeah. episode was... I was drinking when I was watching that Yeah, episode. you can't. And that, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. And then just 
all the shit with the Klingons. The Klingons. Yeah. I want to. I want to. It's fun listening to you guys just say Star Trek words without like really going into any plot details. Well, put put it this way, I'm not. I've never been like a Star Trek. Like I like I watched I watched Star Trek TNG with pops and because that was his jam. But I was like, all right, cool, I like it. But this shit, I'm like, I think it might be the best. It's so good. That's a bold statement. I. It's just so well done. Wow. You know I what I mean? The, it's I really uniform. I like the old school uniforms. Yeah. Like. Well, wait. wait season two. Yeah, I gotta rewatch it because that was one I would download the episodes on my phone and watch them on the train. Because I would, when I was living in Brooklyn, going into Manhattan, I would just watch it on the train. But I haven't really watched since. Yeah, this this thing is too pretty to to watch on on a pad or something like that. It's it's too damn pretty. The production Mm -hmm. value in it, like you see that open the opening first episode. Yeah, first episode. You see the the Klingons. They in that little. War, yo, but I felt that shit. I was like, Is is this like a Black Panther moment for me? I was just like, What is happening? Because you feel it, like, seriously, it's it's terrific. And and the Klingons evolve, yeah, uh, through into the second season. You see the evolution of the species, and it's it's really rapid, uh, which which is interesting and not explained. And I'm happy with that, yeah. And Uh, you really like root for the you do root for me, for me, I'm like. I want the Klingons to. <laughs> Am I Jessica Alba? But it, uh, <laughs> but because it's a prequel, it kind of gives you some hints as to uh, yeah. you know why the Klingons look the way they do in the original series. You know, some little. Yeah. It, it's never really explained, but it's just kind of you sit in your head and go, "Oh, maybe it's this way. Maybe they, it's this way." When they mentioned the Defiant in that one episode, I yeah. just about pooed my pants. Oh yeah. Well, like yeah. I said, if you it's haven't gotten a, if you haven't gotten to season two yet, because yeah. season two, yeah, season 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 two will. Fuck you up. You're definitely oh, so gonna poo your pants. It'll, it'll yeah. You, you just yeah. Watch, watch season two with a diaper. Yeah, it's or, that okay. good. Or on the toilet because you will you or will you will toilet. squeal. You will. And art. I need to watch those short yeah. tracks before the season two. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are yeah probably too. probably. And, and so, I didn't, but I read about them. The, so the actor that uh, plays uh, Saru. Oh Doug yeah, Jones. Doug Jones. So good. So like, do you think he ever goes? God, I would just like to ha- have my face be a person. Be a person. Yeah. It's, it's just, oh, I don't know. But like, he's, but and and again in season two, that character really gets serviced. Yeah, you, yeah. you learn a lot more about him, and he could be one of your favorite Star Trek characters. It, I really like him. It's it's you know. it's one of the best series. On television, it's really, really right fucking now. good. Pike, it's, Pike it's, shows up in season two, yeah. right? Or is he in season one? He's in season two. It's yeah, it's worth the. That's that guy from Hell on Wheels. Oh yeah, and he's <laughs> he, he's redeeming himself for Black Bolt. He's, oh thank God! He's, yeah, because he, I'm sitting and watching Pike and and Number One and Spock, and I'm like, I want that series. I want yeah. them to yeah, do yeah. that series, yeah, and they're yeah. going to do a couple of short treks with them. Yeah. But there's still no talk of them getting a series. Although the fans are really mounting up a. You know, writing campaign to make that happen, and and hey, CBS app, why don't you just call yourself the Star Trek? Star app Trek, and get it over with. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, I they use got it the Twilight explicitly Zone. for two and a half man reruns. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. I pay fifteen dollars a month. I don't know how much the app is, but I pay fifteen dollars a month to watch two and a half men every morning before I go to work. Hashtag Jessica Alba. Shit, Jessica Alba says. All right. Poor girl. Okay, we will uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be back and return to the episode Stronger Thongs. Please to enjoy. I love it. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's this month of July. In Batman, Curse of the White Knight, 
The Joker recruits Azrael to help him expose a shocking secret from the Wayne family's legacy and to run Gotham City into the ground. Check out this new series this month. Jimmy Olsen must die. Wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Jimmy Olsen lives. Superman's best friend and Daily Planet photographer Jimmy Olsen tours the bizarre underbelly of the DC Universe in this new miniseries. And after dying in War of the Realms, Loki learned a valuable lesson. Don't get caught. But now he has a whole new set of responsibilities, and his brother Thor is not about to let him walk away from them this time. You know, we've been going to Dr. Volts for years, not only for our weekly comic fix, but for action figures, collectibles, and tabletop game stuff. They even have regular game tournaments. There's always something there to grab your interest. Open seven days a week. Hold or pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a, a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Yes. Where did we All go? Right. Pizza. Pizza. We went to Pizza Land. And, uh, Pizza. and then we were talking about the Cats trailer from last week. <gasps> Meow. Holy shit. You know what? It makes that episode of Kimmy Schmidt make a lot more sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just put a spin on it. Oh. We don't know. Could be brilliant. Maybe. I mean, won't I mean, be. Yeah, Karen. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Show me what you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. It is. Uh, so far, I see what they have is is a butt with a tail coming out of it. Yeah. I would say that it is one of Andrew Lloyd Webber's more derivative works. I'd say if they were doing and, Jesus and, Christ Superstar as a CGI dance a thon, I'd Andrew, be all over it. Andrew Lloyd Webber has a lot of derivative work. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly all bullshit. And of course, the. Uh, if you want a CGI musical extravaganza based off of Andrew Lloyd Webber, then perhaps the movie you're looking for is Starlight Express, <laughs> which we rewrote as Planet of the Apes. Yes. Of course, the nerd in me never forgave Andrew Lloyd Webber for taking the poems of T.S. Eliot and ruining them. Did, is it pronounced Lloyd? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, I thought it was Lode. Lode Webber, yeah. yes. Andrew Lode Webber. That's a common uh, middle name, Lode. Lode. I, I will never know how good or bad that Cats movie is. Me too. I won't either, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I will know. I'll, hey, I'll be there with bells on, we'll have like to many your, cats. Take your word for hey, it. Shannon. Take uh, my cat with me. You want to you wanna, uh, go to Colorado, get some edibles, and go watch Cats? We ain't got to go to Colorado, go- baby. I got you. 
Oh, no, no. You don't. I mean, not right now. <laughs> right, in the future when you have your license. I'm just, and you help. I'm just saying. As you're, as you're attorney, I advise you to back away when from the microphone. When I have my driver's license. <laughs> when you have a driver's license and you drive us to Colorado. I'm just saying, we don't got to go. We can oh, bring we can it to, to us. We can go to that shitty cin- uh, cinder block theater in Elko. Or the shitty cinder block theater in Winnemucca. Or the s- shitty uh, cinder block mm-hmm. theater in Wendover. We watch it there, I'm sure. Will I'm the dispensary sure. be open by well, then? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you. I just, I'm not going to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the line must be drawn. Yeah. All, All right. Bruvies has it. <laughs> now I need. God. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You think Bruvies will. Oh, anyway. You ever seen a cat dick? <laughs> You're gonna. They're barbed, aren't They're, they? Yeah. Yeah. No such thing as boy cats. Hmm. Ever seen a, <laughs> you ever seen a cat penis? That's true. I have not. But I haven't been looking either, so. I have. And, and, <laughs> and what have you seen? Huh? Looks like a hey, herb. cat. Where's Lee, your dick? Lee, you have established yourself as a known liar. Yes. I so have. I don't know. <laughs> Blueberries. Uh, how dare no, you. I, I prefer the term fabricator oh. of realities. Uh-huh. How dare you, Rebecca Frost? <laughs> there are alternative here. facts. Come in here. Right. No, please do not okay. solely my take on okay, reality okay, 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 with dare. that. Bastion of lies. <laughs> so dare you come in here and state the obvious on this show. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. If you believe in multiverse theory, somewhere whatever I'm saying is absolutely true. Gotcha. Mm. And that should be comforting to all Carrie's of you. Carrie's trying so hard to move <laughs> forward. Let's <laughs> tell you about this TV show I watched. <laughs> now, see, the way I see it, in every universe, if there's the multiverse theory, you will be BSing about something else that doesn't exist in that multiverse. But so, it exists here. So you talking in any multiverse will always be lying. What if there's one universal Lee that'll exist in all multiverse simultaneously? So I'm actually well, telling the truth. I mean, there's one universe where you said Trump was president, and in that universe, they're living a fun, happy time. Because he's not president over there. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm. Right. Hope you're happy. I am, <laughs> generally. All right. I need you to uh, explain to me Warhammer 40,000. Oh. Uh, it's 40K. Uh, how much 40K? time do you have? Yeah, I was going to say, this is you're putting a nickel in Lee right now. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> a big nickel. It's a TV series, live action. <laughs> oh, they're doing Eisenhorn. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. Right. Eisengard? Eisenhorn. Oh. Uh, Eisenhorn's an inquisitor who hunts down the Xenos and the uh, the tainted and the chaos. Are we all tainted? And uh, anyway. he he works for the he works for the uh, Imperial Inquisition, uh, and and finds those things. So mm-hmm. having it based on a normal human is actually smart because Inquisitor Gregor Eisenhorn, right? Gregor. His friends call him know. Greg. So it started out as the miniature game. Hey, Greg. It, yeah, it started out as a miniature game in 1987. The Rogue Trader book came out, written by Rick Priestley and produced by Games Workshop, hoping to find a game universe that would take the miniature range that they had been building. And uh, he kind of cannibalized Dune and Star Wars and Conan the Barbarian and like any grim uh, Judge Dredd was mm-hmm. a big part of it. And they built this thing where the, uh, the the holy emperor of mankind who was basically created may have been every hero we've ever had mm-hmm. in humanity um, led the human race to the stars and they found nothing but chaos and devastation and space orcs and space okay. elves and so then it was uh, some novels, it was some video games, yeah. it was a movie once. Kind of. They made kind a Warhammer of. movie? They tried. They tried to make a, a Space year? Marine movie. Uh, say probably 99 or 2000. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have been paying attention. So this is the, uh, the first uh, small screen 
adaptation. Right. But uh, and the only reason I bring it up is because it sounds like you know some pretty high ideals. But it's the people who do uh, the Man in the High Castle. Wow, which is a show I know you like. High ideals. Yes. Well, and, and similar, yes. a very similar subject matter actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I would say Philip K. Dick was a heavy inspiration on Warhammer 40k too. There's a lot of that paranoia and xenophobia. Ah. So it'll be uh, Frank Spotnitz uh, will act as showrunner and executive producer. He uh, wrote some novels apparently. Oh no, Dan Abnett wrote the novels. Dan and- Abnett has also written for um, Judge Dredd. So and, yeah, and Guardians of the Galaxy and X Men. Yeah. So they're going to take his novels and kind of mm-hmm. use it as a. And he wrote the Eisenhorn novels. Mm-hmm. So and if you're looking for an Eisenhorn miniature, I, I believe we have them in stock at Ship Games. Fifteen percent off retail. Yeah, free Thank shipping you. anywhere in the United States. <laughs> uh, more video game. Oh uh, yeah, stuff. Put nickel in me. <laughs> what? No, Tony, no. no. <laughs> Give me my nickel. I only have a quarter. What do you Can want I have me change? to put it in you? Yeah. I'll take a quarter, too. Can I have change? No. <laughs> I don't need dimes. What do I look like? Uncle Pennybags? Now, I had heard talk about Uncle this. Uncle Pennybags? From Monopoly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? The, that's the mustache guy. That's the mustache name. guy. His name is Pennybags? It's yes. Uncle Pennybags. Uncle Pennybags. What a broke-ass one. Don't believe you. One <laughs> Back then, look pennies were worth more. Carrie. Yeah. No, they weren't. They were worth one cent. <laughs> Someone's yeah. not believing one, you. One I know, cent right? bought you more. <laughs> Uh, but um, it's <laughs> rich uncle money bags, like yeah. a or whole, penny bags. Or penny like, bags. Like a whole color, color me wrong. A penny, a penny used to buy a whole piece of candy. A penny used to buy more than a piece of candy. See, my friend. You could buy a house for I, a penny. Yeah, my grandmother a wrote a letter penny. in 1937 when her stepfather gave her a dollar for her birthday. They went to the movies, they bought a bracelet, and they went to lunch. They were movies dollar. back then. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> they weren't very good. Oh, okay. No. Because they only cost a penny. <laughs> what a you waste. get what you pay for, really. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Mortal Kombat. Yes. I, you know, I, I'd heard rumblings about them making a Mortal Kombat movie. and What fatalities. Lamb. Yeah. Well, they're making it. It's going to be rated R. It's the real deal. And it's, they it's... have cast uh, Joe Taslim. Well, i got to look that up. Now. For uh, Sub-Zero. Yep. Now, we know him. From the uh, the raid, mm-hmm. oh. he's in Spinny Spinny Stab Stab. Spinny Spinny Stab Stab. Mm-hmm. So he's your Sub Zero. Oh, yep. he's in Fast and Furious Six. Yeah, okay. and uh, Star Trek Beyond, and the Night Comes for Us. Nice. And, uh, but the raid, which is one one of this show's uh, favorite things. Yep. We uh, love James that movie. James Wan's the executive executive producer behind it, and mm-hmm. he's saying that they're going for the 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 hardcore R elements. Of. Well, let's be honest. That's what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's not, as a it's, fighting game, it's not PG thirteen. It's not. It's not PG. It's R. I mean, it's bloody. Re- there's bone yeah. breaking X ray shots. There's. I do want a babality at one point. <clears throat> you want someone to get turned into a baby? Yeah, and then have their spine ripped out. Babality. Whoa! I think you took. Is it that really a thing far. in that game? Babality. Yeah, they get turned into a baby. They don't yeah. kill them. That's, they just, turn the, into that's baby. just the end of the match. They get mm-hmm. turned into a baby, and the match ends. Yeah, that's for people who don't want to do fatalities. Babality. Yeah, so that's the only other option. Turn into a baby. Well, yeah, then I won't kill you. Just go, hey, baby. You can't just like use your words. What if that baby turned out to be Hitler? Not killing a baby. How many teeth is that going to cost us this time? <laughs> oh, Rebecca that's... Frost, you and I are You're going on a time travel adventure. <laughs> We're going to find out if you to can kill it. To the closet, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> now, hang on. Jesse, this is the time travel conundrum that that's we've got. Right. Right. We have a time travel conundrum. We're now though. foreshadowing. Uh, Talk about future team. events. Future, yeah, future yeah. events. Well, Tony from the future, shut the fuck up. <laughs> ah, <Back> never. <laughs> got him. Um, Quentin Tarantino, Star Trek. Okay, he's got a lot of teeth. I, I love him, but no, he should. He's cut it out. I mean, uh, yeah, he's one of my favorite. I cannot wait to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, but no, Quentin. 
No. He doesn't really. Know. Maybe he's going to do something time different. Once Hollywood's my last movie, unless I get Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Then that'll be my last Hasn't he had movie. three last movies by now? Yeah, he's like... Uh, he's had ten is a good a number. Oh, did he? Which, which Tarantino is this? Is this Jackie Brown Tarantino or... Well, here's the thing, is that uh, everybody keeps asking about this movie, and they've been asking the, the cast of Star Trek, and they're all like, uh, we're, we're on board regardless, because we're, we want to we work with Tarantino. All of us but Pine. Uh, no, Pine said he'll do it. They'll do a Tarantino movie. Yeah, he's holding out for money. If it's the J.J. Abrams or whatever, right? You know, version. But if it's Tarantino, he's willing to take a pay cut. Oh just man, to work. you got to feel bad if you're J.J. Abrams at that point. <laughs> oh, so I'm expensive, but he's I think, cheap. I think J.J. would go. I want to work with Tarantino as well. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Uh, but uh, so Simon Pegg was asked, you know, what do you think of this? And he goes, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I mean, it's not going to be Pulp Fiction in space. Well, <laughs> Tarantino heard that. Yeah. Well. I get annoyed at Simon Pegg. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about what's going on, and he keeps making all of these comments as if he knows about stuff. It's like he's here. One of the comments he said, he said, well, look, it's not going to be Pulp Fiction in space. Yes, it is. I don't want to see that. If I do that, that's yeah. exactly what it'll be. It'll be Pulp Fiction in space, it, that Pulp Fiction-y aspect. When I read the script, I felt I've never read science fiction movie that has this shit in it ever. There's no science fiction movie that has ever had this in it. Well, make your own then. And Don't they, use yeah. Star Trek. And they said, I know, that's why we want to make it. It's very it's unique in that regard. Cool. You know. Meh. Oh, Carrie, where'd you come from? I know, right? Carrie's back. Hi. What? You just what? missed it. Tarantino was here. Yeah, watch out for your feet. So He's got a foot thing. He does have a foot fetish. Ah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Really I don't. Uh, and I don't have a problem with Tarantino. He's written some good movies. No, he's, he's one he's, of my favorites. He's got right. a problematic relationship with a certain word, but yeah, uh, I don't necessarily want to see a Tarantino Star Trek. I don't either. Right. And if I love you, both things. If he yeah. thinks that, that there needs to be some science space opera stuff with that stuff in it, just make your own stuff. You know, yeah. you don't you don't have to use an established well, uh, universe. What I love about see, Tarantino is he just crafts his own universe. Because, sure. like, did you you read about the uh, like? Somebody asked him about like the lack of lines for Margot Robbie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was like, uh, I disagree, or whatever bullshit yeah. he said. And <laughs> it's like, no, like they're like You can count the facts. lines. Yeah. You can't just disagree with facts. You can't just trump your way out of this one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. If it don't happens. be sorry. I mean, if it happens. Love your thing that you want to love. Yeah. If I'm, it happens. I'm curious about it, but I don't want it. But I'm curious. <laughs> I will. I will go on opening day, uh, just to give it a try. Uh, here's another little uh, project. Um, you remember Fraser? Yes, Kelsey Grammer. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Thanks Scrambled for... eggs. Yeah, Seattle. <laughs> he uh, he can't seem to get out of playing a therapist. It just keeps coming around, but this time there's a twist. Oh yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Mm -hmm. Kelsey Grammer. Scrambled eggs. <laughs> See, I was quoting Homestar Runner. <laughs> All right, Kelsey Grammer will voice a psychiatrist turned vampire who treats fellow ghouls in "You're Not a Monster." That was a really good Kelsey Grammer. Scrambled eggs. It's an animated <laughs> series. <laughs> Scrambled eggs from IM IMDb. <laughs> Starring, uh, co-starring Ellie Kemper, Parna Natural. Ellie Kemper? Yeah. I'll watch her in anything. Uh, she? She's Kimmy, uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, okay. It will also feature appearances from uh, people like Patton Oswalt, Adam Pally, Amy Sedaris. 
This sounds fun. And it's ba- it's basically it's Doctor Katz, professional therapist, but with monsters. Yeah, yeah. Right. he's a vampire, and hey. yeah. You know what's really joy. funny? Because he's kind of a monster of a person. Yeah. He kind of can be. And now he's in a show called You're Not And so he's going to be playing that therapist, and he's trying to bring Frasier back. Uh, they've actually got a commitment to that. Scrambled eggs! <laughs> no, but you think about it. He's He played Frasier for a third of his life. How, how long was that show on for? Well, he played well, Frasier in season two, season two yeah, on Cheers. He shows up right. as Diane's love interest. That's right. And he's on through that entire thing. And then Frasier starts right after Cheers yep. stops. And his yep. humor's drier than a Pinot 11, Gris. 11, thir- 11 or 13 years. So I, I've already written the script for the pilot. Okay. Let's Frasier hear it. returns. Let's hear it. Well, see, oh, so Frasier Crane's a radio psychiatrist, right? You yeah. call in and you do yeah. your radio psychiatry. But that that doesn't really exist anymore. Scrap a big... A big call-in radio show isn't going to cut it. So he's probably going to be doing a podcast. A podcast, okay. Might be a podcast or syndicated. Or syndicated. But who would he have to rely on? See, he's going to be playing the role of his dad. And the new Frasier is going to be his son, Frederick. Because he had a kid with Lilith. That's right. With B.B. Newish's character. I loved, I loved Lilith, by the way. Lilith was was amazing. She was my favorite. And she took off to Europe to raise Frederick, right? And Frasier had nothing to do with Frederick. Are you you like in a... Fraser Fan Club or some shit? <laughs> I am the Fraser Fan Club. Oh. He runs a very popular forum. I, just, I, just, I was thinking about it while I was, re- the while I was reading forum. the news on this. It really makes sense that he would play the, the role that his dad played. You're right. So well, he's going to have a chair in his son's house. It's really ugly. Right, but and a stuffed dog sit in. named Eddie. No, the dog was real. And a caretaker. <laughs> the dog's the dog dead now. Yeah. So's the dad. Eddie died. The dad so and the dog dad. died. John Mulaney. What the the dad died? Yeah, yeah. a mile ago. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You know his best role was in Saying Iron here. Giant. I'm sorry. I should have called you. <laughs> you should have. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I had to find out like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. You pheasants. That's why Get- I follow Frank Christ on Twitter, uh, because he'll always post about our. Our dead, precious celebrities. Did you see you'll that? Get the update. Do you no. see that Twitter account uh, called Rip Torn Outlives? And uh. every day they would post uh, like a celebrity that has passed, and oh, Rip Torn has outlived X Y Z. And mm-hmm. then the day that Rip Torn died, it was just an ellipsis. I was always remember the day. You know, it was funny. I was going to actually call you. I was like, we should have a salty dog in his honor for for Rip Torn. I was still I was still doing radio news when Rip Torn had his incident where he broke into, into a bank. broke into a bank insisting it was his living room. Yeah. Now to be fair, the bank looked like a house. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it was probably furnished. <laughs> I heard just it like the living room is full of money, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite rip torn I mean rip torn line from Larry Sanders, which is the best rip torn two of them. as far as I'm concerned. There was well, two Man, Larry Man- Sanders Sanders Rip Taylor uh, rip, rip Taylor. No, really not that's <laughs> he was very different. Um Yeah. <laughs> Looking uh, up kids. When he hands uh the the one guy that drink and he goes what is it? It's like, it's a salty dog. Drink it, you pussy. <laughs> and then um, when he was talking to that network executive, and he goes, Miss, I swear to God, I killed a man that looked just like you in Korea. What? <laughs> Did you know that Rip Torn had a massive penis? Is that right? Yeah. 
I feel like this is multiverse Lee okay. coming out again. No, 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 no. You no, watch. You watch the movie he made with David Bowie. Okay. He, he made it. He made a movie with David Bowie, Man Who Fell to Earth. And there's a scene where Rip Taylor, Rip Torn. Sorry, not Rip Taylor. That's very yeah. different. Uh, also, large penis. Uh, yeah, he walks out of his bedroom, uh, sans clothes, and I swear to God, there's a you know Beto's no. burrito hanging off of his belt line. I'll have to go back and look. What yeah. does he say? Yeah, we'll just go back and check it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, this I have to see. What, is, what does he say? Letter Kitty. It looks like it looks like there was. <laughs> there was a um, container of tennis balls hanging there. <laughs> Go back and uh, and watch uh, the Larry Sanders show. So it's, good. It's a near perfect <laughs> television show, and it still is funny as fuck. It, it holds up. Old. Just just whatever you do, don't forget that Rip Torn had a humongous penis. And you know what's funny? Don't Google. Rip torn penis though. Whoa. Oh my gosh! Because uh, yeah, well, the word torn and penis. In the yeah, yeah. yeah and Google is like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, rip, rip, and torn. Are I'm sorry, sh- we won't allow this. Are you sure uh, you want to Google this? But if you look up Rip Taylor penis, you just get confetti. It's amazing. Yeah, his, his dick shot confetti <laughs> out of it. Uh, but Rip torn. The and char- it wore a wig. The character's name was Arthur. They called him Artie on the show, and that's who I named my first. Oh, dog. I didn't know that. I named my first dog after him. Yes, my little Artie. Uh, all right, and finally this, and then do you have video games? I do. All right, well, I'm, I have a video game thing for you. Yes. This has been This back end has been kind of video game-centric, except it. for the rip-torn penis all the, uh, all the dick talk. Well, I'm sure that we can put that in well, a game somewhere. We can make it a um, video game, I <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> Patent pending. If anyone can. Um, <laughs> Someone start me a Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to. So Rebecca was... Frost presents Dick the Game. <laughs> Rip Dick. Really? Is this so far beyond the realm of what you would expect? <laughs> no. I mean, no. Yeah. That's how I know it's a moneymaker. <laughs> um, uh, so a few years ago, Cuphead the Game yeah. came yeah. out based on like those old animations, right. but it was a new character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New, new IP. That new game's Mug hard. Mugman or whatever. Yeah. And and I was excited to play it, and then you told me it's really fucking hard. Super hard. That's but what Lisa said. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. And and but and you can so, watch you can watch a YouTube video of the whole game. And that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. But but I just I don't like really hard video games because I have very little time that I can devote to them, and so I want to be able to play. Right. Uh, and so I was very disappointed in that. Um, but Netflix has announced the Cuphead show. Mm. A Live series. action, right? Uh, if, if Max is, <laughs> if Max Fleischer isn't producing and animating, I'm Cat's not in. Technology. Uh, it is uh, it is about Cuphead and Mugman trying to get out of a tricky gambling debt with the devil, uh, sending them on an adventure through the Inkwell Isles. Yeah, and it's going to be the same hand drawn Fleischer inspired art for the animated series, and it won't be as hard. I wonder if he'll shoot out of his hand again, just like it is in the in the mm, game. Could be. Um, Cuphead co-creators uh, Chad and Jared Moldenhauer are attached to executive produce, as are uh, Cosmo Sergison and Dave Wasson from Rocco's Mar- Modern Life. Oh. Which is going to be on Netflix next mm. month, by the way. Mm. Rocco's Modern Life was some weird shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, not quite as weird as that game I just played. And these guys... Are making? Did you know they're still making Minnie Mouse short cartoons? Or not Minnie Mouse, Minnie Mouse and Donald yes. Duck short yes. cartoons? And they're fucking fantastic. And they're really weird yeah. and funny. Mm-hmm. And those where, are those are those tend where to be. Can we watch those my on YouTube? Kid, my friends' kids really? love them. They yeah. they started on YouTube about three years ago, and a lot of times it's the uh, students that are graduating from the California Institute of the Arts in Valencia. It's mm-hmm. like they basically say, "What's your cool Mickey Mouse project that you want to do?" And so they'll do a three minute short. 
there's hundreds of them, and they're so good. And they're huh. this they're this really odd animation, and, and the animation changes depending on the animation. And yeah. they're bizarre. Yeah, I watched one where for some reason Goofy fell apart, and yeah. they were trying to put him back together. Mm. They're so fun, and it was it, so it surreal. Feels like 30s Disney, yes, but with more of a contemporary animation. Definitely style. not horrifying. Yeah, it was weird. Only occasionally horrifying. Anyway. Games. Games. Uh, uh, make sure you include the Kickstarter that just went live. Mm-hmm. The game's called Rebecca Frost's Dick. <laughs> the game. It's Dick Rebecca the game. Frost presents Dick. The you game. Got to get it right, Lee. Yeah. Oh, right. People are going to call think it Rebecca yeah, Frost's weird. Dick. That's not a game yeah, that you want people to know no. about. Choose your, so sorry. Choose your dick. <laughs> got to be careful. <laughs> Customize your dick. Uh, it's pronounced Dick. I can't wait for the new skins to arrive. I. Uh, <laughs> The Play the DL- game DLC which, foreskin to get add-ons for your dick. The fr- the f- the foremost <laughs> well, or the latter. Or? There's there's one called Michael that has vitiligo. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm so Carrie sorry. Jackson says this game made me fucking pass out. <laughs> Too many dicks. I did not like the shower height stage. <laughs> One star. I am not Too playing. many dicks. Dicks. <laughs> they must be cold. My dick got smaller. You know, it's- I understood what the name of the game was, but I did not expect that many dicks. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge I- a deal. <laughs> She's my friend, so I bought her game. Uh, but, but hey, thanks oh, to everyone geez. who's donated so far. <laughs> There's so many dicks. Why is this game so sticky? Five dollars or more, you can. <laughs> <laughs> if it's sticky, you got a really fresh one. Otherwise, it's just crusty. That's true. I just should have known by the tagline. Two All dicks right. enter, one dick leaves. <laughs> the wizened dick. Uh, <laughs> crawling around, dragging his balls behind him. <laughs> so, uh, games. Games, Boss yeah. deal. So much money we don't actually capitalize oh, on. I know, right? All right, we got... Uh, Forager for the Switch. I don't know what that is. Forager? Yep. Oh, it's a rock band from the 80s. They had a really good album called Forger 4. I think that was Foreigner. Oh. You know oh. what? Maybe. Forgener. Is it a sequel? <laughs> I just played Firewatch. Is it a sequel to Firewatch? It is not. Because literally in Firewatch, I spent 30 minutes picking up beer cans. Yep, yep. Cool. I liked that game, though. I yeah, Park was, Ranger Simulator? I thought it was fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a very interesting story. Yeah. Not enough uh, <laughs> So we got Harvest Moon, if you like the Harvest Moon games. Oh, and by on. Neil Young? Uh, nope. He was a young game. I think he inspired Forager. Could you imagine? uh, We got uh, Horizon Chase Turbo for the PlayStation 4 and the Switch. Um, For your football fans, we got the new Madden coming out this week. If you bought the Superstar Edition, you get it a a little bit early. Who's on the cover? They're going to die or go to jail. Oh, yeah. The Madden Curse. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know who it is. I don't know the football players. There's no name attached? It's it's Rip Torn. It's uh, the cover uh, of Madden. Nope, that just says Super Edition. Okay. okay I'm, on, I'm, on I'm it, sure guys. he's a goat, though. I'm on it. What, what does Look goat it up. mean? Greatest of all time. Yeah. Oh, I learned that from Jay. Did you? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's good. He's an Wait. educational fella. Yep. What's it called? Madden? To what number? They're just calling it Madden NFL 20. Okay. Okay, look it up, Rebecca. Yeah, we'll find out who yeah, the yeah, curse yeah. is who's going on to there. land on today. We got something coming out for the Switch called Hamsterdam. Hamsterdam. Yeah. Now is this is that a dam made of hamsters? Or no, is it is it based on the the show The Wire? It looks like <laughs> Hamsterdam. It looks like a little Whoa, cartoon hamster in a blue jacket doing kung fu. 
in no, the I, in I, the city of Amsterdam? I thought it Probably. was based off of the 1982 educational short film Hamster Goes to Amsterdam. Mm. Whoa, Black Betty, Amsterdam. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, this he's, one we just know he's in trouble. This that's one all. sounds interesting. Robbie Swift Hand and the Orb of Mysteries. Oh, that's, that's a actually sequel to the Dick. Di- di- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's DLC. The Orb of Mysteries. <laughs> Swift Hands. Uh, let's see. Stand by. That's the name of this game. Oh, okay. I don't like <laughs> that game. It, nothing but waiting. Switch on the Switch. Stand by. Uh, let's see. And then on Friday of this week, Madden comes out. If you didn't get the Superstar Edition, you can get the regular edition on Friday this week. I'm um, on the cover of that one. And that is the end. Yeah, actually, Lee, that is a picture of you. Yeah, so it's, it, it, the caption reads, Guy, what doesn't watch football? Expect <laughs> Madden Curse to befall you. Uh, you're cool. You're going to like, tear some knee ligaments or something. It'll be career-ending. If you're going to go to jail for something football-related, what are you, Lee George Cade, going to go to jail for? Probably murder. Cool. <laughs> Murdering. Jesus Murdering. Oh. If you're going to do it. Guys, nope. I like that he didn't even pause. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Straight to murder. No, I've Locked often, and I've loaded. Often, it's like that one was in the chamber. <laughs> I've often thought of murdering football people. So. Like I said, if you're going to do it, go big. Right? All right. Uh, let's see. I think we're I think we're good, Mr. Huh? B. Let's uh, wrap so, it up. So, by Rebecca's logic, yes. there's no boy hams either. There are no. Yeah. Because i never yeah, seen you a- ever seen a ham dick? <laughs> <laughs> I have. 